When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Time for a big finish. Last day, last day, last day, best day, last day, best day, best day, last day. Live from Super Bowl Radio Row. Welcome into the CHO Bears podcast presented by Factor Meal Kits. Head to factormealkits.com slash CHGO Bears 50 and use code CHGO Bears 50 to get 50% off. We are also presented today by Prize Picks Daily Fantasy Sports Made Easy. Use promo code CHGO for a first deposit match up to $100. We are finishing strong on this Friday. We got so, the lineup today is insane. My name's Adam Hogue. He's Mark Carmen. He's Greg Braggs Jr. Go. And uh, Nicholas is around here too. Nicholas Moriano, he'll be joining us um, as he's on. We put him on assignment for a couple minutes here to help our friends at DNVR. Uh, we have a couple shout outs to start the show as always. Um, but let me run through the lineup real quick just to tease everything. Do your thing, Hogue. TJ Edwards plays for the Bears. Bears. Khalil Herbert. Bears. Tyler Scott. Bears. Dan Orlovsky. Hero. Lions. ESPN. But hero. He's pretty good. He was uh, so freaking cool. I loved Dan. He was he was as humble and normal a dude. It was really enjoyable. Um, we caught up in a, a, a niche. Can we call him a niche bear? Niche bear, sure. Niche bear, but it's a great story. And if you're watching on YouTube, you're going to love the video. Cash Cassius Ma- Marsh. He's making the show? Cassius Marsh. We, we slid him in there. Okay, toward, great. Towards it. Well, you know, maybe 50-50. Whatever content we don't get to, into today, it's going to be on our YouTube channel for sure. Um, but... I gave Braggs an assignment, and he delivered, and we're going to get to that in a second. Biggest guest of the week, without a doubt. Um, let's do your shout-outs, though. Okay. Shout-outs to our new diehards. Become a diehard by going to allchgo.com. You get a free T-shirt when you sign up. You're supporting us, and we do everything back to you. You get into our private Discord. We walked around yesterday, did a little uh, video of who we're seeing here, and we do a diehard. I'm, I'm asking you if this is my water bottle. Diehard oh, overtime. Yeah. It's they your sure water, buddy. Drink it. Diehard <laughs> overtime. It's actually vodka. All right. I'm, I'm promoting the diehards. Diehard overtime. Promote 
after the show when we hang out for those who support us to this level. We really appreciate it. Of course, our takeovers and everything else we do content-wise. Our Bears 100, 100 top prospects for the Chicago Bears. When you become a dyer, you get access to that. It's a working document that Adam Hogue spends his entire life on, and we all add on to it as well. I haven't thought about that in at least a week, and now you just stressed me out. Well, that's what you're going to be doing when you take your vacation next week. You'll be working from Hawaii. Great. Tell Christy, your wife, that that's what's happening. All right, but uh, welcoming in our new diehards, we've got Rob Rob has been a guy that I've always respected the way he goes about his business and now officially a diehard. Ashwani, my guy. Doing Ashwani. The, Ashwani, the first Ashwani that we have welcoming to the diehard. Ashwani's been a, a guy that he he just sees the good in people. That's what, I, that's what I appreciate about Ashwani. Sushi, not just a delicious food, but also an amazing person. Sushi, I apologize that my voice has been going in and out as we've been talking all week. Sushi, thank you. The, not just to just a, I mean, great for great for lunch, great for dinner, even in, even for breakfast. I, I, sushi, you're 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 an absolute superstar, and you too, Amrit. I hope I'm saying that right. Uh, just just somebody that walks into a room and just lights up the room instantly. Lit, Amrit. Love you all. Lit? Yes, I believe these. I think this might be a member of one family. All all individual diehards in a family, wow. perhaps. Diehard uh, the, family. The, the Nara family. The diehard family. The diehard family. Love so, it. So that is... Uh, Did that you is, shout out our guy Ryan, too, that we ran into on the way in here, or no? That is a first, so thank you to the family or individually, however that goes in. Yes, Ryan from Naperville, diehard Bears fan, grew up, and uh, <laughs> you, you can laugh <laughs> that I took notes on this, but I you know, I like to I like to shout out people properly. We're He's, laughing at yeah, the specific Yeah, note. the first one. Okay. Well, I'll get to that in a second if you let me. Uh, <laughs> Ryan from Naperville, now living in California, loves the show. We saw him walking through here. He was super nice stopping us. So, Ryan, you are the man who I appreciate it. And, yes, n next on my thing, you know, there's, there's one bathroom here, and there's, like, eight stalls. And, you know, when you go in there, like, I... Does this really need to be talked about? Well, right you now? are laughing at it, so now you brought it up, and you haven't let I, me tell any of my stories this week. And no. we're going to get to Bert Kreischer in a minute. But the <laughs> point is this: I, I check the stall to see if anyone's in there. I look for the legs. I, this lunatic walks. Is this over? Yeah, no, it's not. <laughs> this lunatic walks up, like bangs on my thing as I'm in there, and I'm like, "Are you freaking kidding me?" And then he sits down right next to me in the, in the next stall and just completely unloads to like levels that. I just are so unbelievably uncomfortable. <laughs> what and I was are you like, doing right now? Uh, Greg Bragg. That's why you saw the note. It was, it, it was Bragg's. It was freaking Bragg's. It was not me. It was your. It was your. It was your cousin. It was somebody oh, of your personality. Okay. I thought you just didn't care about anything whatsoever. Was just gonna do his thing. Nothing mattered. It was just going along. And it was a horrible start to the morning. And I and I and I don't know if I'm gonna make it through the show. Kind of like now a, you could go. Now you can do kind of like the start of this sh unbelievable yeah. show we have played. Well, it was. Yeah. I mean, this is this is the life on Meteor. Can you yeah. check? Can radio row. Whatever. It's not Radio Row anymore. This is Media Row. Are we are we on the radio? No. We're this is media. Okay. So so, 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 so shut up. Podcast row. <laughs> yeah. 
And by the all way, right, all right. I had a dream last night that I had I was doing a national show. Okay, that fine. was definitely a dream. Yeah, I was doing I was doing a <laughs> national show that 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 all city that that Greg that that, that Brandon Spano that, that 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 somebody had put me on here. Kevin Kanick, Jake Flanagan, you do this national show, and the, and on the show the guests were like Willie McDonald and 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 Jeff Smith, dudes that I had never heard of, and I'm and I'm hosting this show. And I have no and I know nothing. I know nothing about these people. I'm like, all right, we're gonna welcome. I'm sitting at a table, and you're right behind me in my dream. Three in the morning. I've got you in a dream. And, and I'm trying to figure out what I'm supposed to talk about, about the Super Bowl to these national people that I've never heard of. That's what's happening to me this week. Now you can do the rest of the show. I won't say anything for the next 90 minutes. How long was that? Like, how, how long has this show been on? Seven. Seven I haven't minutes. even talked about my Matt Nagy dream. Okay. Which was amazing. Didn't stop talking. Nagy took his headset off and, le- and left. Nagy left me. He, I asked him Nagy something. He was pissed. Nagy would never do that. All right. This morning. It's over. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> well, I, I, honestly, hang out. We made it through that. I Will you to, mute him? I needed to get that mute off him. my chest. You need to mute him. All you right. need to mute. Okay. So earlier in this week, we Ooh. saw Burt Kreischer walking around. Yep. And I challenged Greg to get Burt Kreischer on the show. And the, man, the man delivered. Delivered. The man, I, I would give you 90% of the credit. We did. I'll it. take 10. They, but it you happened. saw him this morning. You get a yeah. little, it's a team effort. No, 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 no. It's a team he, effort. He, I don't need the credit. He started the conversation. All I know is I love Burt Kreischer. Who doesn't love Burt Kreischer? I think he's like maybe the funniest comedian out there right now. And people who know me know how much I watch comedy and love it. So um, this was definitely the moment of the week where I'm fanboying. Not yep. even, not even. <laughs> gonna hide it 100 percent it went like this oh my god that's burt kreischer i'm like well go up to him adam hogue yeah. you're adam hogue well that was monday night that was it he's been here all week we, that was well, monday yeah. night you did it again this morning when we walked in yeah i know okay anyway um we had a conversation with burt kreischer he came over he sat down with us and he announced something big with us too that i don't think had been public he's coming to chicago Here's our interview with Burt Kreischer. Let's go. Burt Kreischer with us here on Radio Row. Let's yes. Go. We are yes. big fans. I just found out I'm playing in Chicago. <laughs> we were walking in, and he goes, what's the name of the venue in Chicago? And I go, he was like, United Center? I go, where the Bulls play? He's like, yeah. He goes, you're playing there. And I went, shut up. I'm playing at the freaking United Center. The house yeah, that Jordan built. Buddy. Let's go. The Dude. Bulls walk on. How great is that? Will you come out to the intro? You should come out to the intro. Let's freaking oh, go. That would be awesome. something off. Let's go. Buddy, it's all about the taking the shirt off, taking yeah. the tarp off, getting the pop from the crowd, smoke coming out, the lights, the music. That's what I'm asking. Like, why don't you have your why don't you have your shirt off right now? What's uh, going on well, here? Well, the NFL's a little prickly. There's <laughs> rules. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was literally Oh no. Oh, oh, <laughs> We're doing it. We're doing it. Okay. We're doing it. Come on now. Okay. I got Burt freaking Kreischer on. I got my shirt off. Come on. Let's go. We it, just open it up a little bit. There we go. Uh, there okay. we go. This is big. Right, this is, it, okay. I'm going to say I broke my diet yesterday. My, no, okay, I'm fine. working on my belly. Yeah, Mine's getting slightly. Your hair looks like a child. <laughs> well, I, you know. I, you know what I just did? I just trimmed up my tits. I love it. Nice. You got nice, nice. I lined them up. I lined them up. You got nice tits, man. Yeah. No. Did you say tear them on a Tuesday? No, I said I did mine on Tuesday. Yeah. I was like, we Promoting the rock. What are you drinking? Uh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I rolled in. Look, Kay Adams got a show over there. Yeah. She was interviewing 
interviewing Sean Payton, yeah. Yeah. coach for yeah. the yeah. Denver. For, for yeah. The Broncos. Yeah. 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 And I was like, I know they have a bar. So I was like, I'm going to slid aside and just get a drink. And uh, uh, I totally interrupted the interview. I asked him if he'd life coach me. I was, <laughs> I was like, how much, 50 grand a year? And he looked at me, he's like, I make millions. I was like, okay, cool. He had a little party trophy over there. Yeah, I he, just needed something to write the boat this morning. Yeah, he Love gets, it. He gets paid pretty well. Oh, okay, so it's April 4th. At the United Center. We just found out about this, too. I promise you I'm going to be there. 100%. I want you guys there, please. 100% we're coming. we'll be there. We're coming. Uh, Are you guys born and raised Chicago guys? Yes. yes. Really? Yes. Yep. Like, yeah. okay, so. In the so, city. For, yeah, in the I'm city. I'm from Northwest Indiana, which is called the region. But, yeah, we're Chicagoland guys. So when you guys see Sebastian, do you hear that accent and go, that's our guy? He's the most true. Well, they both grew up in Chicago. Yeah. But he still the, lives in the yeah. city. The answer to the question is yes. Yes. He's so Chicago. Yeah. But, but you don't need to do that, Bert. You just be you. you you've got, I mean, right? Yeah, I, I'm, yeah I'm, I'm so Florida. Bro, I'm, yeah. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a typical Florida man. I take my shirt off. I drink too much. I, I think I'll die in a boat. But you, had, you, have, you have some Chicago I actually had a dream really last do. night that Baker Mayfield was playing for the Bears. Well, we, I, don't, I don't think oh. that's going to be real well, we at all. The, but yeah. We got this thing called Meatball Island here for our show, um, and we're going to send you guys some shirts, yeah. man. Please. You're, you're going to love it. It's got a good Florida vibe. Please. Yeah. I would love that. I would love that. It's been an yeah. honor, man. Guys, thank you. It's yeah. an thank honor. You. Thank you. You're, you're leaving us already? I guess. Well, I don't know. They're, 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 they're pulling them out. Hey, we'll see you at the United Center. All right. Hey, we're at MGM Grand Garden Arena this Saturday. Okay. Tommy. What was on the mix last Sorry, I know you were having a little couple and sustaining you. Yeah. Dude, buddy, we, we went to a, I shouldn't say this, but we went to a $10,000 seat tasting. Oh, yes. Why not? You're with, like, freaking with Chrysler. the Illuminati. We were sitting next to Richard Branson's business manager. Whoa. Dude, this Andy, next level. Andy Reid's wife was there. Like, it was crazy. And you turned it around right here at 8 a.m. <laughs> and, and he was here a, before I us. A, I had a bottle of wine from 1899. Whoa. I didn't even know it tasted possible. like crap. Living the dream. <laughs> Living the dream, my friend. It tasted like Napoleon's. Never mind. I'll not let you guys go. Thanks, Living Mark. the dream, man. Thanks right. again. Pleasure. Thanks, man. So, so here, here's what I've learned this week. Um, there's the there's the level of Vegas we've been on, and then you have conversations like that, and you realize there's yeah. there's there's there, there's a whole That's another the upper room. There's like a different whole city here that 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 uh that i think burt kreischer and and tom segura and people like that have been living it up yep good for them good yeah. for them i'm uh, really happy for both of you but that was nice. I, I hate to interrupt this this broadcast but we have a major faux pas that we need to uh, address uh-oh and it has nothing to do with, it with, to do with shirts coming off no and pictures none of that uh apparently autocorrect has gotten us and uh, our newest diehard sushi is not actually sushi. <laughs> I was wondering about that. It's 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 Sushma. So Sushma, we apologize. We do love sushi. We hate autocorrect, <laughs> and we love you, Sushma. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Sushma. Uh. Sushma rolls with the punches. She doesn't get bogged down by sushi. By sushi and. You know, and she's easy to go to a sushi restaurant with because she doesn't care what you are because it all tastes the same. Sushma, yeah. thank you so much for being a diehard. Now you can go into Devin Hester being in the Hall of Fame and Mongo McMichael and Julius Peppers and 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 Braggs is. Or how about we talk about how he took his shirt off? 
Are you here today? Yeah, he's in La La Land. I am, but I don't even want to think about it because I saw things that I didn't need to see. <laughs> hey, you had your belly out, too. We all did. Yeah, but yeah. I looked good. You looked like I, you. That's I, what people on Twitter are saying. I'm mortified and thinking about life decisions. <laughs> like, I actually expected having Burn on. He was going to take his shirt off. That's his thing. I did not expect Greg to do it. So, so it, yes, I was slightly uncomfortable, well, but it was because well, of him. I was just surprised because Bert was like, oh, it's the NFL. Like, yeah. fuck, fuck that. Yeah. Let's go. He, yeah. Bert, got rules. I'll say this about Bert. He, he instantly um, was two up. police officers over there that are about to <laughs> remove you <laughs> from Radio hey, Row, by the who's way. Who's that guy that had his shirt off earlier? Bring it on. <laughs> he was instantly our best friend. Oh, guy yeah. was super freaking cool. Coming to the city here. He said uh, April 4th. United Center. I love when comedians like that are legitimately jacked up about playing a venue. Yeah. House House and Michael built. So I, one way or another, I'm going to be there. But uh, now I, we now I, we got to get him to our studio. I, I think that qualified as an invite to the show. Yeah. So and, he, he's and not going to remember this day at all. But we did. We, we he's going to remember. Greg took his shirt off. Dude. He t- his first thing he said to us was, how drunk were you guys last night? <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, I, I could barely stand last I, night. I, and he's sitting there with a cocktail this morning. I don't know if he's remembering this moment in time. Call me crazy. I do wish we had a behind-the-scenes video of the, like, the three-minute lead-up to the three-minute interview. That was yeah. That was actually very that entertaining, cool. too. Um, all right. Well, good that- start. Good start. It was uh, it's been a fun morning with Burt Kreischer, and uh, but last night was also a fun night, especially for the Chicago Bears. We had, a, by the way, if you missed it, we did a live show last night when the Hall of Fame announcement it was happened. Uh, it was a lot. It was, it, I don't know. It, so it was a one time this week where we actually got to just sit for an hour and actually talk about some things. Uh, love all the guests we get on Media Row, but. Um, but it was nice to just talk about the Hall of Fame last night. Nick was over at the press conference, did a great job. Uh, our guy, RG, was with him. Mm-hmm. And um, so we want to bring you some Devin Hester from last night because I don't think this has really been out there. Um, Nick got to a- ask some questions in a, sort of a media scrum. And we wanted to, we're wanted we not going to bring you the whole thing. We will post the whole thing to our YouTube channel, which is, by the way, where you can find last night's show, too, if you missed it. Uh, Adam Rank joined us to talk about all the Bears Hall of Famers that went in. Yeah, and it was, it was a lot of fun. Uh, but here is some of Devin Hester last night after officially getting into the Pro Football Hall of Fame? Um, so it was, it happened um, one of my, one of, what, like last week, um, got a call from Edge and Dames about a week prior, and um, we both have old school cars, and he stays about 10 minutes from me, and so he called me and he was like, hey D, you want to go riding? And I was like, sure, what day you want to ride? And he was like, well, um, how about Thursday? And I was like, fine. And then he was like, we're going to go ride about around 9.30. And I'm like, okay, cool, at nighttime. He was like, no, 9.30 in the morning. Uh, you knew and so I'm like, who goes riding in the old schools early in the morning? You know what I mean? I got kids to take to school and stuff like that. He was like, nah, as soon as you drop the kids off and everything, we'll go ride. So I'm like, all right, cool. And so um, I told my wife about it. And she was like, okay, cool. And so all of a sudden, the day that we're supposed to go riding, my kids are all in the house and they haven't been to school yet. And I'm like, why are the kids not going to school? She's like, oh, they got dentist appointments. And ah, so the kids are in the house. They sit down, watch the TV. They say dentist appointments at 9, 30, 10 o'clock. So I'm like, fine. And um, she started getting dressed. Uh-huh. Like, you know what I mean? I know you go drop the kids out the dentist, but you put on makeup and stuff. Yeah, like, she gave who, it away. Who are you going to see out the dentist? <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm thinking that. So she's oh like, nah, we just dropping the kids off. 
and uh, all of a sudden I hear a horn bump, bump, bump at the front door. So I didn't get a knock, I got a horn. So he blowed his horn out. As I'm going to look at the front door, I see the camera crews and everybody coming out to the front door and I see him with his gold jacket on. And that's when I knew it was time. Devin, what did you think when you were up for the first few times and didn't get in even with your resume? Um, honestly, I thought I was gonna be a first ballot. You know, I really did, you know what I mean? From my work on the field and um, the confidence that I made, I had in NFL, I really thought I was the first ballot. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, man, it's, I'm, I'm just blessed and I'm honored to be the first returner. Like, it's, 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 it's hard to say who's the number one quarterback, who's the number two running back, who's the number one defensive player. But in the situation I'm in right now, I can honestly say that right now, I am the number one return of all time. And um, it's a great honor. And I hope that God bless allow me to open up the doors for the rest of returners, and not only returners, but as special team players as well, to get an opportunity now to, to really, really get looked at as a special team player and do have the feeling that they deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. Did you start to think after the first two times that oh, maybe they're just going to happen they're not going to put Hester last night after getting into the Pro Football Hall of Fame officially will be inducted this summer along with Julius Peppers Incredible. and Steve Mongo McMichael once again we we did a long discussion about all this last night so go please check out it's in the podcast feed it's on YouTube um, but Nick since you were there kind of set the scene um, I remember from the Erlacher night when he got in, just like I still look back on that, it was like one of the coolest things I've gotten to cover because it was just the emotions involved in it and how much it means to these guys. What did you experience last night just being around Devin and um, and, and also Julius as well? Yeah, you could just feel, I mean, you're, you're in a room with these incredible players, right? And you know what? I w wouldn't say that people got all too emotional on, when they're on the stage as they're kind of answering some questions from the media there, but when you see a guy like Devin Hester, the greatest return man ever, Andre Johnson, Patrick Willis, Steve, you know, represented by his wife, it's like this is surreal. These are some of the greatest players at their respective positions up there on this stage. And just hearing Devin, you know, even talk about in the clip that we just showed, like, you know, I thought it was going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. You can tell how much pride he takes into it yep. and how – you know, how he, respectful of the game, but still also at the same time, like, yeah, I'm that guy. So you definitely have to check out the full interview, that which we'll put on the YouTube channel. But it, you could just feel the aura, the greatness of these Hall of Famers in the room. And you still look at, like, Julius Peppers. That is one big dude. It's, it's insane it's seeing these guys up close and personal. But, yeah, it was an honor to... Um, you know, get to ask Devin a couple of questions there, and because deservedly so, he should have been a first ballot. It might be, but a hundred percent. All right, well, uh, great stuff with Devin last night, and of course, we will have that entire. I think the whole thing was about twelve minutes, so mm -hmm. we will put the whole thing up for you on YouTube as well if you want to hear more from Devin Hester uh, last night. Uh, we have a bunch of bears on today's show, so Crazy. we're going to get to that as well. By far, our just best guest list of the entire week, and it's been an incredible week here. So if you missed anything, it's all up there on the YouTube channel as well, well as our social channels too. Um, but before we get to TJ Edwards and Khalil Herbert, Nick, yeah, your, your guys at Factor, they've been, they've been 
with us all week long, and we're, we've been uh, very happy to have them along the way this week. Yeah, we couldn't be doing what we're doing right now without nope. Factor. And Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals make eating better every day easy. Wherever tomorrow takes you, be ready with pre-prepared, pre-prepared chef-crafted uh, and dietitian-approved meals delivered right to your door. You'll have over 35 different options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie-smart, vegan, veggie, and more. And there's even more to enjoy with over 55 nutritional-packed add-ons that help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and have a feel-good week of meals ready to go. Two-minute meals. Feel up fast with Factors restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat wherever you are. Snacks, smoothies, and more. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. And you can sign up and save. We've done the math. Factors less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian-approved to be nutritious and delicious. And Factors, it looks the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, upscale options done easily and flexible for your schedule. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing 6 to 18 meals per week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. And look, the part I really love about this, no prep, no mess meals. Factor meals are 100% ready to heat and eat, so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. So head over to factormeals.com slash chjobears50 and use that code chjobears50 to get 50% off. That's code chjobears50 at factormeals.com slash chjobears50 to get 50% off. And thank you to our presenting sponsor this week, Prize Picks, the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America. Get yourself involved. You are going to have a ton of fun. They are the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy. It's just you against the numbers. Football, basketball, whatever. I mean, if you're doing hoop season, you can pick a combo projection across football and basketball from the specials league. It's a lot of, it's, I mean, that is like a ton of fun. You could do a DeMar DeRozan. You can do a DJ Moore. Or if you're going into the Super Bowl, maybe you want to make a bet on a Marquette, uh, you know, let's, let's, let's George Kittle, let's, Travis Kelsey. Let's, let's go, go Kittle. Let's go Kelsey. There's a million options here. So, Price, you, you really want to check out Prize Picks and up your daily fantasy game. It's really simple to play. We, we, we put out a video this week asking a bunch of different people, yep. more or less, seven and a half times they're going to show Taylor Swift in the game. What'd you take? I went more, and it seemed like most of the people in the video, we may actually have not posted this yet, but it's coming. It's coming before Sunday. Um, but, but we did a prize pitch video. More. I, I'm going more, but some people have said that apparently in the AFC Championship game, they only showed her six times. Okay. Mm, but this is Super Bowl. Super Bowl. I mean, I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna have a big day too. It, it's kind of yeah. tied into. Yeah, it's tied into Travis Kelsey because anytime Kelsey does something, they're gonna. So maybe actually, oh, yeah. it's weird, but it's actually kind of a football. See how the game thing, goes. Yeah. Even though now, it has to do and with Taylor. is this only during the game telecast, or does things post game does that count? It'll be during the game, Greg. During the game, just during the game. So, no. well, I didn't know if it was just the full start to end, the full broadcast. You or can, the you game can keep going. Prize yeah. picks is this is very <laughs> simple to play, and uh, yes, you want your money quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stats. So it's all there for you. Go to prizepicks.com forward slash chgo. Use the chgo code for a first deposit match up to $500. That's prizepicks.com forward slash CHGO. Use that code CHGO. Daily fantasy sports made easy. Prize picks. Thank you to our friends at Prize Picks. Are you okay? I feel great. You, you've been in Vegas too long. I... 
I, I, I've been a long time. I have not been here too long. I love to stay the weekend, although I'm very excited to go home and, 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 <laughs> and live my normal life. Wait, did you learn anything about he yourself this week? Because I learned something about myself. What would you learn? The, the resting Hogue face. Hash, hashtag resting Hogue face has taken off. I'm now getting texts from even my friends about this. Uh, I'm seeing tweets right now that I look like I want, don't want to be anywhere else. Or I want to be a- anywhere else besides where <laughs> I am during that Burt Kreischer interview, which could not be, you like, literally said, yeah. could not be. That could be the, op- I said the, the opposite is, is true because I was, like, completely – like fanboying out on that one. That's yeah. what I mean. Like, but I, I got to work on my face. That's what I got to do. I, people just don't understand context. Like the <laughs> other day, resting home face. It was eight in the morning. We were up till like two in the morning the <laughs> night before. We're rushing over here. It's early. Lots you know, going like, on. People like act like uh, my. The, you don't need to play nice and make excuses for resting Hogue face. Whether it's eight a.m., eight p.m., six a.m., he should have a better resting but, face, and he's got to work on that. And our show can't take off. Part until of my you, job yeah. is to let people, not you guys, talk. Mm-hmm. Yep. When I'm Active interviewing, but you so got I try to look them in the eye and look like I'm listening to them. But apparently, I am actually just mad about whatever they're saying about Justin Fields. Yeah, you got resting hope yeah. face. Listen, how, how <laughs> I how I commit your mother five dollar pound oh, he got, sterling. That's the guy that got sand. you in trouble with Cole. How I commit your mother uh, that might, five I, pound sterling dollar Canadian European. Uh, whatever. Uh, glad that my super chat recently made an impression on Cole Komet. Question. If one was to be a diehard in the UK, would I still get a free T-shirt? Yes, yes. of course. We'll of course you will. We'll send Braggs to deliver it personally and hope that he returns in three <laughs> I weeks. I will come there. We should be internationally, though. If not, we'll bring him with off. us. Yeah, we'll bring him with us to London. And may not wear pants. What? We're going to have to work on the travel budget this year. We got Canton. We got London. We got. Oh, yeah. We got to <laughs> do a Canton trip now. Come on. They're playing. Canton's fun. Yeah. All right. Um. TJ Edwards, Khalil Herbert, they were also fun. We had, we had them both booked, and we were like, you guys want to just sit down with us together? You're familiar not, with each other? Yeah. Right. Why not? I'll, I'll spoil the ending of the interview that's not on the interview, but both of them looked at each other when they were done with us and like, all right, see you in April. <laughs> <laughs> they were so. At first, like, I thought they were talking to us, but I, and maybe they were to some extent, but they were yeah. also talking to each other. Yeah, like, like I, I see you way too much, yeah. and I don't want to see you here, and I don't even know why we're here talking to these guys, but we just did. See. Cole was the same way. Cole, we're like, have you talked to Justin? He's like, nah, I've just been like, you know, getting arm surgery yeah. and hanging out with my girlfriend. Yeah. Like, you know, it, we're, we're, we're in the off season. And oh, the other, the other thing they said, they were like, you guys don't really get an off season, do you? I'm like, no. When the season ended, our season just started because we're going to go straight through to the draft. Right. You're mm-hmm. cool and rich and live a great life. <laughs> get and, time off. And we're really, really, really lucky to be here, but we've got to grind every single day to do it, which is cool. Yeah. We're very happy to do that. All right, go ahead. Which is what we've been doing this week and including this interview with Bears linebacker TJ Edwards and running back Khalil Herbert. All right, we got a two-for-one deal here with T.J. Edwards and Khalil Herbert, both these guys, long day on Radio Row, wrapping it up here, I think for all of us, hopefully. Um, but thanks for stopping by, guys. We appreciate it. Yeah, appreciate cool you having me. Yeah. So uh, chill off season, right? Nothing to talk about? <laughs> N- nothing going on? Just hanging out. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Everything's all good. Yep. How, how are you guys feeling about, just as you reflected on the season, I guess, T.J., we'll, we'll start with you. I know I think everybody was hoping – ends with the win against the Packers at least if to, to go into the to the offseason but were you guys still feeling overall 
like step in the right direction when it was all said and done? Yeah, I mean, um, you know, I think that 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 start was tough, right? Mm -hmm. It was tough for all of us, you know, especially uh, being in the city of Chicago. It feels like the the world is about to end, and um, I was just proud of our guys for just sticking together. I felt like, um, you know, that could have went one or two ways, and we found a way to, to kind of turn those negatives into positives and and learn from it and grow and um, continue to to have fun doing what we love and just it, it was fun, you know. Towards the end of the year, there we we're all just flying around, hanging out, uh, making plays, you know, guys just doing what they do. It was awesome. Clue, you got a chance to talk to Shane Waldron yet? I know he's been making some phone calls. Has he hit you up? No, not yet. I've talked to uh, the new running back coach, though. So I'm excited to see what we do. Uh, you know, he's told me some things about the offense, and you know, I talked to a couple guys in Seattle, and they love it, So and they love the offense they ran. So You had a try, and you're getting through injury, or you were red hot right before, then you had to work your way back. How, how, how is everything right now? Everything's good. You know, <laughs> that month off, you know, it definitely pays <laughs> dividends, but I've been taking care of everything, so feeling really good to go. When it comes to this new offense, from what you've been able to tell, is it going to be a, a drastic change? you think there's enough crossover? What do you, what do you think? Um, you know, I, you never know. I don't know. You know, we we haven't really they, – they've watched film, and we haven't put in any install in yet, so we'll see. But uh, I, I know we'll be running the ball, so that's one thing. <laughs> TJ, you mentioned, you know, just playing in Chicago, and especially when things aren't going well, how tough that can be. Obviously, you know the area. You know the market. What was it What was it like when you are actually in it as a player kind of going through that tough start at the beginning of the year? Yeah, I mean, um, you know, adversity, it hits you in all different ways. You never kind of know what's going to happen in every year, but there's always going to be something come up in the year. We just kind of had a we had a tough stretch, but, um, you know, I had a lot of positive reinforcement as well from, you know, the negatives, but it was um, it's football, right? It's the NFL, and you know, your team's very passionate about um, what we do, and they want to see us win, and uh, so do we. So, you know, we were, we were hurting just as much as they were, but um, we knew we had to, you know, buckle down and, and get to work and, and turn it around. What do you know about Eric Washington? Um, not not a whole lot right now. Um, again, I'm just I'm excited to kind of see the wrinkles that he brings in and um, the things he adds. I know he was with Maine as well, so I got to get some details with, with Maine and, and see kind of um, what's going to happen. But I'm excited for sure. We talked to Cole earlier today, and you know he seemed like genuinely happy that Matt Eberflus was coming back. You guys can kind of keep that cohesion. What, what, what is it that you guys like about not only playing for him, I guess, but also, I guess, how things he managed to keep things together throughout all some of the dips, through, you know, ups and downs of the season? Yeah, um, really just, you know, the person he is, you know. Yeah. Um, we, we learned a lot about each other throughout the offseason. There's different things that he implements that allow you to learn about coaches, players, staff members. Um, and, you know, he brings that energy and that passion every single day. And, um, you know, guys want to play for him. So uh, just him being himself, being that person every single day, you know, allowed us to go out there, not not waver, not lose faith, um, and just come ready to work every single day. So. How would you bottom line what he does well? If you were – Matt Eberflus is, is in this position because – I think he's a guy who, you know, he's not going to get complacent with what happened, right? He's going to take, you know, what we did well, and he's going to continue to build on it. But he's also going to take what we're not doing well, and he's going to fix it. Um, so anytime, and he's also going to look at himself with that as well. So anytime you have a, your leader is, you know, not only you know coaching you up, but he's coaching the the coaches up, he's coaching himself up. It's something that you can respect, and it's something that, um, you know, you wanna you wanna play for a guy like that. For sure. So that sounds like such a simple thing, like you want to play for the guy, but that's a real thing. It's like, a real and thing. It's not, and you guys know, I'm sure you guys. <laughs> been in places at whatever point of a career you know from you know youth 
football all the way up to where you're at now, where you probably at some point didn't have, you probably had a coach that you, you weren't exactly excited to play for. So how big of a deal is that? It's a huge deal. I mean, yeah. having that guy, it's just like your teammates. You know, you want to play for your teammates. Yeah. Having that coach that you want to play for, you know, um, at the end of the game, when you get a dub and he's in the middle talking, you know, everybody's excited. Um, and you just have that love for one another. So you want to have that feeling every single weekend. Um, you know, he brings that every single week. So, yeah. And, and he's got all the nicknames. Too. <laughs> We're still trying to figure out our nicknames. He said he's got nicknames. I don't know if you want them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the nicknames aren't as popular. Oh man. I'm I'm looking at a team that was seven and ten that could have been ten and seven, and I'm also hearing you guys talk about how much you love your quarterback. What what would it mean to? build on what you did last year versus any you know major changes as far as who's leading the club yeah, yeah give it to the defense guy. Um, no it's uh, again man I was I was just so impressed with how he handled everything this year and um, you know understanding you know where we're at and um, first person that, that people are going to look at is a quarterback and I thought he just handled it so well you know he handled it like a pro and just continue to get in there and get better just like um, all of us were you know we were all in there just grinding and trying to figure it out and um, just the way he was calm and, and composed and also you know making those big time explosive plays and um, so yeah I definitely hope uh, he's here to stay because I, I know I don't want to play against him I know yeah. that that is for sure. sure. <laughs> yeah, back off yeah. what he said um, but you know really just you know his leadership you know through all that, sticking together, getting the guys going, bringing that juice to practice, challenging the offense every day. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, we have a bad period, bringing the offense up, bringing us all together. So just different things like that, um, you know, we could build off of and carry into next season and, you know, capitalize early on and start off fast. Khalil, you've been, I mean, you've been with him since the start here. What, what, can you kind of put into words how tough it's been I mean you've had now now you're looking at third offense in four years mm -hmm. um, obviously there's been adversity whether it's coaching changes just where the where the roster was what it's now becoming which which seems to be you know a, a lot better just even maybe even for yourself like just how how rocky has been at times trying to get everything just on a linear path yeah I mean it's it's tough it's the NFL you know so there's going to be a lot of changes whether you know good or bad you know coaches leaving other positions and this that the other but um, you just got to find a way to adjust and you know I feel like you know the guys that that have been here with me the last couple of years um, and even the guys we bring in have, have done a great job of just adapting and adjusting and being able to uh, to flip the script, you know, and uh, that's kind of what we're focused on now into next year is, you know, taking the good from last year, building off it, learning off the bad, uh, and being able to just ride that good and, and take that into next year. So. They're, they're always adding on to that running back room. Do you want to kind of be like, hey, look, right here. I've <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you know, it happens, bro. You yeah. know, it's, it's, it's the NFL. Same thing happened in college, high school. You know, guys come in, uh, you know, everybody's trying to take a job. So you got to do your job, do your part in the offseason. Uh, do your job during the season and uh, bring it. So, um, you know, I'm a, I, you know, I love the competition. You know, Roe did a great job. Deontay did a great job. It just elevated the room. You know, Darrington did a great job when he came. And so just having guys that can elevate the room uh, makes the room better, makes the team better. Uh, so adds everything to it as a whole. TJ, take us inside when the defense is humming. Yeah. When, when, when you guys are flying around, like you said, you're having fun, yep. like just having fun. What, what what's what's that like? Just what's that like to be a linebacker when you you guys probably can't wait to just get on the field and then of course get off the field because you got to make the big play. But it just seems right. like seems like you guys were having fun there. 
Yeah, no, we were having an awesome time. We got, you know, from top to bottom, there's just a lot of characters on this team, <laughs> offense, defense, special teams. So when guys can, you know, when we're playing well and having fun and those characters start to, to come out and um, there's nothing better, man. So it was it was awesome, you know, towards the back end of the year. But again, I thought we were just playing aggressive, playing um, with energy and passion. And that's what, you know, our coach preaches and that's what we believe in. And um, we started really putting it together at the end, for sure. How, how big of a difference did Montez Sweat make? <laughs> yeah, big, big difference. big difference. Yeah, I mean, shoot, I saw him for four years in Philly, so I kind of already knew what I was, you know, getting into. But um, I thought he just came in from day one, though, and it was just humble, went to work, and um, he, he clicked with everybody right away. Yeah. And, uh, I didn't realize he was that big until I first met him. I was like, <laughs> first dude off the bus is him. He walks like <laughs> a slender man, bro, but... Yeah, he did. He did do a great job. Just you know, it's a lot having to having to have that on the defensive side. Yeah. You know, as an offensive mind, I'm thinking like playing against guys like that. You got to change your own protection scheme up, send chips his way and stuff like that. Um, so I know a lot of teams got to account for that and changes things up. You know, they're, they're, all the years I've covered the Bears, there's just two. There's only two players I feel like have been able to just walk onto a team in a game week. And then just go out and ball out like that. And yeah. the other one was Khalil Mack when the Bears traded for Khalil Mack. They did it right before the season started. Yeah. I'm just, I, I, I find it so impressive. Now it's probably easier at that position. You know, your job's to go get the quarterback. We yeah, get it, but right. still, I mean, that's. I don't know how to explain it, but I was, it was very impressive just watching Montez. Oh yeah, I'm just getting traded and uh, and then go out there and, and, and <laughs> just and hop right out. in. Yeah. Hop right in. Yeah, he's yeah. a problem, man. He's uh, he's a special dude for sure. How did uh, when Flus took over play calling? How did that help you guys? Um, I mean, kind of what we've been talking about. I think his consistency is something that's that's big time. You know, um, we knew exactly what he was thinking, and, and especially since you know when he started calling more and more games, we knew, um, you know, on this in this range of the field, he's probably going to lean towards this on third down. Where, um, so just having that comfort level is big time, as a D, especially a linebacker, right? Because you're getting things set, you're got to know kind of where everyone's at. But um, I thought he was again the same guy every day, and. Um, found ways to get better, not only you know through us, but with with himself as well, and it was it was fun. All right, you got another one. I got one more. Okay, go. I'm just curious, <laughs> you and Tremaine, like when you felt like okay, I know how you go, you yeah. know how I go, we're together out here, along with Jack and everybody else. But like yeah. the two of you, when did that feel like it hit and hit? Um, I mean, I thought we did, you know, it's you first coming in, right? You're just getting to know everyone. But I think the, the one thing that keeps us going is that we're both competitive as hell, right? You know, I think we both, um, you know, want want the best for one another. But we also kind of, like, secretly want to make sure, you know, like, we had, how many do you have? Ten? I lied, 11. So, like, you know, <laughs> like, we do that all the time. And he's just, uh, he's an awesome dude to be around. But, um, again, just like everyone else on the team, easy to, easy to click with, easy to um, build that chemistry with. And, um, another just massive human being too. Yeah. Golly, what's going on? <laughs> but no, it was it was a good time. You, sure. You've known Jack Sanborn for a long time, obviously. Yeah. What impressed you the most about this season? Where, okay, two new guys come in. Now, now he's off the field, obviously in nickel situations. But it seemed like every time he had to make a play, he's he's just doing what he does. You know, speaking of consistency. It's a pro. Yeah, it's a pro's pro, man. He's and he's a young dude too. So for him to him to understand that um, is awesome. And I, you know, I know a lot about Jack. Know where he's from. Saw followed his career in Wisconsin. Um, so I know what type of player he is. You know, all the Badgers aren't the same, but I kind of knew what he was, what he was about. You know, hey, the Badgers linebackers, you kind of are. Yeah, all I do the same. have. Like, there, we just, there we go. There we go. So, so, so is Luke, Luke Fickle gonna get this thing turned around uh, for us? Because no, who knows? We beat uh, V Tech. I know that. Who? Who? <laughs> <laughs> hey man, look, we we on the up and up. Yeah, yeah. We, oh, we yeah. turning things around. I know it. I know it.
Guys, good talking to you. Thanks for stopping by. We really yeah. appreciate it. And, appreciate uh, both of you. You guys are a phenomenal locker room, man. Really it. Seriously. It's, you, uh, you know, we've seen a lot of different locker rooms. You guys, I know it wasn't an easy season, but uh, a lot of professionals in there. And appreciate the time you always give us, too. So, no doubt. All right, guys. Have a great offseason. Appreciate Thanks, you guys. guys. TJ Edwards and Khalil Herbert for joining the show. You want to make news from that? Uh, you want to overreact to something? I like to overreact to something. Can I overreact to oh, something? Wait, you're going to analyze something that was said. Okay. Yep. Oh, we, yeah, haven't, we haven't done this a lot this week. Yeah. I'm ready for this. Just, let's, I'm just let's, going to sit let's back get to the cramathetical. and listen to this conspiracy All right, theory. Well, Put my thinking cap on. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Put that. Get rid of this hat. Yeah. It's blo It blocked Cole's It's a great cast. hat. Let me wear it. it. I like the hat. Noggins. What is it? Noggins.com. Um, but They're awesome. it I love blocked them. Bert's belly too. Get this thing out of and here. And the other thing too is, is it's, a Peck. it's a Viking. It's Vikings. We got to bring this too. back for Peck to do a hat toss with. Oh yeah, yeah we sure. definitely need it. Sure. So can I, I'm, I'm afraid to throw this right now because we have so much equipment here. I don't want to just, just chuck it give, right here give, behind please, you. Please, please, just, it just, you. just it's going to go right here. Thank Good you. Hat. You're a beautiful hat, and we thank Noggins. Okay, that's fine. Carmethetical. Let me throw the hat. So here we go. Bears new offensive coordinator Shane Waldron. Mm -hmm. All right. We talked to DJ Moore yesterday or earlier in the week, whatever. He's talked to Shane. Cole Komet was on the show. Excuse you. Oh Are you all right? Cole Komet, Cole Komet was on the show. Is that a snort? It's going, it's going that's out a, here. That's, ama that's amazing. <laughs> Cole Komet. I, I right. Cole Komet was on the show. He's talked to Shane. Khalil Herbert, Bears brought in Deontay Foreman, Bears drafted Roshan Johnson. Have you talked to Shane Waldron? No. Hasn't been reached out to. I don't think that they're looking at Khalil Herbert like that number one stud running back. I think they're more looking at him as a piece on the team. If he was a prime timer, Shane would have reached out to him. I didn't like that from a Khalil uh -oh. Herbert standpoint. Are they drafting a running back? Can I tell you how this works? The they're going to add another running back. Do you know how this works? Maybe I Who don't. Who gets paid the most money on the team? Which players do I need to call first? Yeah. Yeah. Well, well the Herbert's, uh, what was he again? Fifth Sixth? round pick. Fifth round pick. Who was led the year four? Excuse me. All due respect. Like, excuse me. Who led the NFL in yards per carry two years ago at 5.7? Who was up at five right. yards again this year? You can make all the Lawrence Benedetto Six motions round, that you're making right now that people can't see, which is a good thing because they were adult-oriented. Listen. Yeah. I'm just telling that that's fine. I get it. Quarterback's the most important guy. I'm sure he's talked to Justin and I'm sure and DJ and, and, and Cole, all that stuff. But, you know, hey, reach out to your top running back. The reason why I don't like you doing that, though, is uh, who's to say he hasn't done it like today or Monday? Oh, what if Shane did text him, but he got the wrong number and he texted some random person? Did you ever think of that? Uh, Listen, you guys can make all the excuses that you want to make. I'm just telling you right now that it's very obvious. I, I just also don't understand your point. My point. <laughs> your point is what we already know. That's right. My point okay. is what, my point is that what we already uh, know. That's correct. It's not the best point I've ever made, but I'm underlining it. We got a Khalil super Herbert chat. is a cheap, s s solid I running back 
who is coming back on the fourth year of a cheap rookie deal and is going to be in the mix, and it would not be surprising if the Bears look to upgrade at the running back position. You, you could How talk, does that change anything? You can talk about Khalil Herbert that way. I'll talk about him as the guy that led the NFL in yards per carry, who every time he touches the ball, I have no idea how he does it, but he's got that hesitation, keeps right. you off balance, and that burst that he that he started to feel towards the end of the year. And I'd, I'd like to see our offensive coordinator <laughs> reaching out to the top running back on this team. Okay. I like Khalil Herbert. I'm just – this is how this – there's nothing surprising about that. Me, me and Jack. Now, if T.J. Edwards had talked to Shane Waldron and, and Khalil Herbert hadn't, then I'd be like, okay, that's a little weird. Yeah. Listen, you guys don't understand anything about creating a fake controversy. I do. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. That's 100 – yep, that's true. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. This uh, Carm Friday has been very special, and I'm just honored to be a part of it. The Duke <laughs> – 1999 right Super Chat. I started late, so I just got to. How can Bert you read that? It's because so I small. have eyes. I started late, so I just got to the Burt Kreischer segment. Love me some Burt. Braggs has had too much Vegas. Yes, I think we all, we all had a, too nah. much Vegas. At I can't we have wait. Re, we have reached our break. I cannot today. wait to get on my upgraded seat on my flight home today. Wow. While you guys are. You guys are going to miss a, a, a time-honored tradition then today, Hogue. You're going to – you guys are going to learn it. it. My – I love Super Bowl week so much because it's such a massive divergence from, from normal life yeah. that whenever I walk out of here, I, the, t the tears, like, they, I, I well up a little bit because well, I, 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 it's, it's a good time. No, I, it's I, a great time. I feel the same way, but, you know, I, I am going home without any money left in my wallet. No, so you're good. Too. I blame I blame Brandon Spano for that. Like coming home with a hat, but Got a you hat. know Brandon Spano needs to learn the rules on when to hit on 16 and when not to. It's you're been a fun week, you know, though. It's been a fun week. We <laughs> went to the Bellagio yesterday, saw the fountains, walked the strip. All right, we got big guests coming up. You can't delay the show anymore. Oh, yeah. I see. You yeah. are the last person <laughs> that gets to say anything like that. Now, I just said it. Game time is the fastest <laughs> and easiest way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy, and theater events. When you want to see Burt Kreischer at the United Center, join the show today. Do it through game time. Right now, if you're thinking about going to the big game, that's right, Sunday. Chiefs and the Niners. I'm picking the Chiefs big. You get $100 off when you buy a big game ticket with Vegas 100. Killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seats, the best price guarantee. Game time, taking the guesswork out of buying tickets. Do that, and right now, once again, $100 off the big game ticket with Vegas 100. And if you're not going to the big game, use that code CHGO for $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest prices. Guaranteed. True Fan Travel will be throwing their own tailgate party on Sunday in Vegas for the big game if you are a CHGO listener in Vegas for the week. And, you know, at first I was like, I don't know how many of those are going to be. We've run into so many people. There's people that were working here actually helping us find guests at times that are big CHGO fans. Yep, that's been really cool to see. Yeah, so uh, there are plenty of CHGO listeners here in Vegas, and if you are looking for an awesome experience to watch the game, True Fan Travel will be hosting a tailgate and watch party at Daylight Beach Club at Mandalay Bay within walking distance of Allegiant Stadium. Uh, this is the best place to be before and during the big game on Sunday. Five-hour premium open bar, all-inclusive package, fan-favorite food options, private restrooms, outdoor 
indoor heaters, DJ Entertainment from 2 to 3.30. It's a great location. You can walk to the stadium, surprise guests to be announced. Again, that's you can come for before the game. If you happen to be going in the game, you can come, or you can stay for the game if you don't have a ticket to the game. Right there, uh, True Fan Travel has you covered. Reserve your spot now to the all-inclusive VIP tailgate and watch party, or they have an option for private cabanas mm. that are uh, made just for Greg Braggs. The only catch with that is that Braggs will be in your cabana without his shirt on. That's right. Uh, must be 21 plus, but head to truefan.travel slash trip slash Super Bowl 2024 to learn more. All right. We're the biggest show here. It's been obvious the entire time. It doesn't matter that there's literally a thousand people hovering around Pat McAfee. I know. And nobody hovering around us. It's We're like still a bigger. Zoo over there. Yeah, no, but I still I, I look at it as a compliment that is somebody like Burt Kreischer's walking around. We explained this earlier in the week, but where we are, we're in the um, auxiliary. We're, we're the well, don't say auxiliary. This is the true media row. Just because they've built giant studios around us to separate us, you yep. know, in classes, yep. doesn't mean that we're not still the true media row. What That's my right. point is, as yeah. people like Bert are walking from big studio, ESPN, Pat McAfee, to NBC, to the next thing, they saw us here and they're like, yeah, we're we'll, coming. We'll join. That's right. We like those guys. Way more down to earth. Way more interesting. Uh, this looking. girl's oh. handing out pizza. Oh, I'm so hungry right now. Okay. And his ADD just uh, kicked in. I, w I would love some of that girl's pizza. <laughs> hey, hey, can I get some pizza, too? Don't be a jerk about it. It's Come not, on. She's not handing out pizza. You're, she's eating she's, a slice no, of pizza. No, I saw somebody with, she a, paid with a couple for the boxes. Pizza. You got more? You got some more pizza? What's going oh, on? Oh, no. Oh, here it comes. You got some more pizza. I'm the pretty little chick eating all the pizza. Yeah. If where, you're, if. Where's it at? Where? Whose pizza is it before I steal it? Prince Street Pizza. Prince, Prince Street, Street Pizza. pizza? Prince we'll Street give a pizza. shout out to Prince yeah. Street. We do tavern style. Yeah. Well, if nobody's going to eat the slice, yes, I will eat the slice. Thank you so much. You're the much. best. What was your name again? Madeline. 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 I'm Greg. We're CHGO right. Sports. Yeah. We're Chicago. We got Denver, Phoenix, and uh, Philly as well. So I was the Buffalo Bills played in Chicago last year. It was the night before Christmas. My parents would have murdered me if I yeah. that game. Yeah. Okay. I've never been to Chicago, but I want to go eat the pizza. There. You do, you do so want to come yeah, to Chicago and, and eat yep, the pizza, and we go. want you gotta to. You got to go to Salerno's if you go Yeah, for sure. Got to go to in Chicago. In Chicago. That's 100% yeah. true. Yeah. So, yes. Yeah. yeah, we're gonna throw uh, Tyler Scott to you guys right now. Yeah. Tyler Scott, yeah, he loves pizza too. <laughs> yes, he does. Let's play it right now. This was a great conversation with Tyler. Tyler's the best. I love Tyler. Tyler Scott right now on the CHGO Bears podcast. Please tell me you're ready, Lawrence. Walkabout Bears wide receiver Tyler Scott here on Radio Row. What's going on, man? Hey, man, I'm taking advantage of the offseason. Um, here in Super Bowl week, first time, obviously. Um, so, you know, it's a, it's a good time. It's my first time kind of in this media section. And uh, it seems pretty uh, pretty live, pretty wild. So, you know, happy to talk. Look at you. You got the Jays riding. You I do. I do. I do. I do. I'm trying to step out a little bit. Um, you know, got the Jays on, you know, Ralph Lauren. So. Yeah. 
good? Yeah, trying to step out a little bit, yeah. For sure. So you know that's 91, championship number one on the way to six for the GOAT. But we, we, we don't need to go, we don't, we don't go super in detail. I'm not even going to ask you if you're a LeBron guy. I think, okay. I think we won't even go there. Uh, if, if you were to assess, put, put, have Tyler Scott put the grade on Tyler Scott's rookie year, what would, what would you say when you're thinking back on it? Yeah, yeah. So if I had to assess, I'd probably give myself probably a C plus, B minus. You know, a lot of great things, you know, that I can take from and a lot of things that you know, I didn't like that I can learn from. Um, I think, um, you know, me being able to play and show up, you know, all 17 games, um, you know, for me that was huge. You know, coming from a college season, you know, going from camp to playing a whole season there and then going straight into combine training and then from combine training, I'm going to pro day training and then from pro day training, you're going to um, pretty much in a rookie mini camp, rookie mini camp into OTAs, OTAs into then a training camp which lasts a month long and then you got the preseason added in there and then boom, here's go 17 games. You're not your plan and so it's a lot of running, you know, me a speed guy, guy that's going to, you know, run a lot. So um, I think I ran the most yards, at least on the team. You know, so just being able to sustain that and uh, be able to be healthy throughout the year for me was probably something that I really took, um, something where it's, all right, that's something to take and grow from. Um, being able to show up, we had guys in and out through the season, you know, had Chase Claypool early on, you know, he was gone and then had uh, EQ, he ended up going down and I had to step up and, you know, take some take some reps going from maybe 12 to 13 reps to now I'm getting 40 snaps a game. And, um, you know, I guess, you know, through that time, seeing that, all right, the co coaches trust me, you know, go out there know what I'm doing that have you know a whole bunch of misassignments and stuff like that so um, you know it's just a lot of good things I could take from the season um, at the end of the day like I said it's fun just playing football and uh, like I said, I'm excited you know to see what comes you seem really good at putting things in perspective sometimes and I, I don't mean to bring up a couple tough moments but I'm just curious like the, the opportunity you had at the end of the Lions game and then I'm, I'm forgetting off the top of my head which game it was when you had this shot in the end zone too the, the, I look at those yeah I, I, I look at those you know plays a couple different ways I mean one is you got open like you like I think the route running is obviously there you've proven you can do that at the NFL level and then it's just like kind of finishing those plays which were not easy plays to make but obviously when you get into the NFL world it's like that's that's what they pay you to do right so I'm just curious how you look at look yeah, no, at it like definitely that. um you know yeah like I said you know I don't think you know you, you have those moments as a player you know you know you know you're like man I gotta make that play you know and um one thing I learned early on, you know, especially coming here, coming into the league, and even uh, even through college, um, is that you have to give yourself grace, you know, even when other people won't, you know. And um, if you don't, and you know, you're gonna have a lot of people coming in, banging you, whether it be social media um, or whatever, just outside noise. Um, you, know, you have to continue to believe in your own self, you know. And so, um, you know, yeah, definitely good things, uh, you know, as far as you mentioned, you know, getting open. Um, for me. The game started slowing down, you know, especially in the back and half of the season, um, where you know you get out there at first, and I'm, you get out, my legs shaking, you know, I'm like, gosh, I'm out here, you know, and then um, you get snaps under your belt, and now you, you know, you feel like you belong, and um, you know, a lot of guys talk about the speed of the game and things of that nature, and what I at least I found was that it's not necessarily I catch the ball and this guy is fast enough to catch me, it's the guy that I'm going against, his mind is faster than my legs. And so um, it's just that anticipation, you know. And so um, for me, it started to click, you know, later in the season. I started to feel the anticipation where, you know, before it was like, man, all right, where do I line up? Is it, you know, what's the audible, stuff like that. Um, and then as soon as I'm trying to figure that out, said hut, and now the play is going, and I'm like, all right, shoot, you know, I'm just running. And so, um, you know, as the season went on, I was able to actually look up at the defense, see what was going on, see who I was going against. 
um, see what the coverage was, remember, like, you know, tails, tendencies, all those different things. And, um, you know, once I got that, I was able to get open, you know, whether it be in the end zone or, you know, whatever, just find myself being able to, you know, have some space, you know, to do what I can do. And um, now it's just, like I said, finish those plays off. You know, I was, uh, I didn't start playing receiving until I got to college, um, you know, and, um, you know, I'm just continuing to get comfortable catching the ball. Uh, even now, like, I, I pretty much everywhere I go, um, you know, all around the house, I got a football in my hand. I sleep with it. I'm throwing it up in the air. I'm just playing catching myself, you know, um, always on the jug machines and things of that nature. But I'm just trying to get in love with just the football, you know, catching the football and just um, catching in a different way. So um, at the end of the day, that's what you're supposed to do. Because even if you can't get open, as long as you can catch the ball, that's all that matters. So, um, yeah. Tyler, you were saying that you were excited for next season. Yeah. Obviously, you're going to have a new OC, Shane Waldron. Yeah. What, what, what's kind of like the vibe right now with, with him and like what he can add to? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I mean, you know, obviously a new offense. Um, you know, I'm not sure if he was kind of under the same type of system that Getsy was. Um, but, um, you know, we'll see. We'll see how, you know, if things go, things shake out. Um, you know, he just hit me up. I think uh, about two days ago, um, just hit me up, just said, you know, he was excited to, you know, get to work and, uh, you know, and just told him the same. I was excited to get to work too. So, um, you know, brand new, brand new for the most part, offensive staff. You know, we had uh, Coach Morgan and uh, Coach Dre back. Um, but yeah, new, new receiver coach and Chris Beatty and, um, you know, quarterback's coach, obviously. And so, um, yeah, so it's going to be a new offense. We'll see, uh, see what happens. But uh, like I said, I'm excited, you know, new opportunities and, and things that I mentioned. Bears fans, you know, they, they, they were at times like, well, why are they, why is Luke asking Tyler to block <laughs> when he's not the biggest dude out there? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, well, how would, what, what was it like for you uh, playing for Luke? Yeah, I mean, you know, I did have those moments where it's like, man, I got to go and block Cam Jordan off the edge or, <laughs> you know, I'm helping Chip, you know, uh, Miles Garrett or, uh, you know, I'm, I'm over here blocking Aiden Hutchinson on the, you know, seal or whatever, you know. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, no, at the end of the day, um, you know, I'm not sure what the conversations are upstairs, but all I know is that I was the man for the job. And so, um, you know, I may not be the biggest person in the world, but I'm going to put my nose in there, you know, yeah. and uh, do the best that I can, you know. So, um, at the end of the day, you know, I think that's just in the workforce period. Um, you're going to be asked to do things that, you know, you may not think is your strongest suit. Um, you may question, but um, you're going to do what you, you know your boss tells you to the best of your ability, and that's what I do. Yeah. I'm curious. I mean, you know the fans are talking about it constantly, the, the quarterback situation and what's going to happen here. We know inside that locker room how much you guys love Justin Fields, but just, I mean, as, as his teammate, how closely are you watching this, paying attention to how this is all unfolding right now? Yeah, no, I had to turn Twitter off, honestly, because I'm like, gosh, every time I open it up, it's something about Caleb Williams or Justin Fields or something. And, um, you know, and, and, you know, obviously you're passionate about the game, especially fans, and, um, you know, that's what you do. You know, I feel like that's just part of the game. That's part of why people love football, you know. And so, um, no, I mean, you know, it's, a, it's a definitely an interesting situation. Um, like I said, I'm glad I'm not the one to make those decisions. You know, Ryan Poles has got a, you know, a tough job there um, for, for what they want to do. But, um, you know, all the players obviously support Justin. Um, and, you know, we had his back, you know, from – the beginning of the season when, you know, he had people coming at him. And, and I think that's a tough situation for Justin, too, to be able to try to be that face, lead the team, and then you got media or fans or whatever constantly heckling at him. And it's like, dude, he's trying to go out there and win for the Chicago Bears. And at the end of the day, if he plays for the Chicago Bears, support the Chicago Bears, you know, no matter who's behind center. And, um, you know, but, you know, I love Justin coming in. I had a little, I may be a little biased because I was an Ohio State fan growing up. And um, I, I love watching Justin. And, um, yeah, but no, definitely an interesting conversation, interesting situation. Um, 
you know, I knew I was going to get probably a whole bunch of questions about well, what do you think and all this, but um, honestly, at least me, I, I know just as much as you guys do, um, honestly. So, um, you know, I'm not sure what, what's going to happen, but uh, my, you know, my job is just to be prepared for whoever gets back there and um, whoever does. I'm just going to be the best player that I can do. I mean, it's, it's obvious I don't need to do this, but, like, the most likable dude going. <laughs> so, we're, I'm oh, Bears fans, this, this is an easy one to root for right here. I appreciate here. it. I appreciate yeah. it. I appreciate yeah. it. I do. All right. I love, here's my favorite part about that Tyler Scott interview. That just There's just slot machines in the background, just casual <laughs> slot machines yeah. with NFL logos all over them. It's the beauty of the NFL, baby. When we, when Especially we, when Vegas. you and I did our first radio row in Minneapolis, yes, in uh, what would have been January 2018, right? There's no way in the world I would ever imagine we would have been in Vegas with NFL logos. All, there's the, there's slot machines here in Vegas that I think they made specifically for the week or whatever, but there, you can somehow select your team and who you're going against, and then. And the NFL logos all over them. And like by, we have come a long way. And by the way, there's real money on those slot machines. That's th those, those ones over there. Yes, I've been too afraid to actually try to use. First of all, I don't like slots. Arguable goat, Michael Irvin. Arguable goat, right there. Another goat. Is he <laughs> coming back? No, he's not. He's leaving. I love. You thought friend. that yelling "arguable goat" at he Michael looked, Irvin? I got he did look. He I did got look, but You thought that that would get him to sit down? Uh, yes. Uh, yes, <laughs> I did. And me, you, me and Karma just get to the point where we're just screaming at yeah. people. People, <laughs> people like to be blown up. And I, I mean, I overstated him. He's really so, not an arguable I love doing goat. shows with people that just see things and then yell them out. So Pizza. we, so we have a. <laughs> $50 super chat from the Duke, Duke. saying, my wife asks, next time you guys are taking shirts off on camera, could Nick be on set? <laughs> Nick, you SOB, stop seducing yeah. my wife. I'm afraid there's only one way this ends. Single combat, combat for her honor. You choose battleships or hungry, hungry hippos for the right to Ooh. the Duke's wife. Wow. There, there, uh, I have a couple follow-ups yeah, to this. There's, uh -oh. Lot going through my head. Go ahead. Adam. One is: Does it bother you at all that apparently you taking your shirt off had no effect on her whatsoever? No, it's understandable. Okay. Um, and then second is: There's a story from this week that cannot be brought up on air. A certain uh, dinner that happened a couple nights ago, and I'm still wondering if the Duke was actually there. <laughs> <laughs> he might have been there. I, that I'm, may I'm, have been the Duke. I'm. I don't think it's likely, but it's it's possible that yeah, yeah, yeah. that it was the Duke, and something about that actually made me think well, even more than it might have been. Well, why hungry, hungry hippos. I, why hungry, hungry hippos is the answer. I, to go. me, I don't. Nick, what I don't get is like, to me, you and Duke and his wife could all just be together as a throuple. So I do like, have a girlfriend. You know he's taken, right? <laughs> well, she can be a part of the party too. What are you organizing right now? I'm just, I'm just what? throwing options out there for the Duke. Is what I'm saying. You need to, you need to stay focused here. How much more time do we have on the show? What are you doing? You're googling some name no one's ever heard of. Yes. Don't worry about what Who's I'm googling because I see somebody that, that I. We got it at uh, Chuck. Uh, Chuck Liddell, arguable yeah. goat. Four, <laughs> now everybody's the arguable goat. Forty-nine ninety-nine. <laughs> The, the $49.99 Patrick Simmons super chat. We appreciate you. The best way to build a team is to actually build a team. Caleb will never be worth losing multiple first picks. Marvin Harrison Jr. is more of a lock than any quarterback. And Poles is just driving up the price for the pick. Look, 
We haven't even talked about yeah, it's it. Been a while. Yeah. But it has. Show, no, I was going to say, appreciate you, I, I was going to say, thank you, Patrick, but you blew it because we were about to do a whole show without talking about the quarterbacks. See? Although it's not actually true because these are recorded interviews we're doing. That's true. And That's we true. have been yep. talking yep. to our guests Patrick about it. Patrick just set up Dan Orlovsky. Yep. And, uh, yeah. Colby, $10. Oh, no. If Waldron hit up Tyler Scott and not Khalil, Carr may have a point about Herbert. Oh, I forgot about that. Mm. I'm telling mm. you. It's been a few days since we talked to Tyler, and I think you're right. I think Tyler said he talked to him. Did he? I, I believe. I don't know. We can't hear the interviews yeah. as we're replaying them. There's a little technical thing. So, And we've uh, done a million different interviews. And, so. and our brains are fried, and I can't remember who said what this entire week. Um, do you listen, think that oh, Shane will- do you yeah, think I know. that Shane uh, Waldron called Jackson Smith and Jigba the last couple days? No, I do not. I don't know. That, <laughs> that video went, that went relatively viral. viral enough. Thank you to everybody who has completely ripped off that video, too. We really appreciate <laughs> yeah. you very much. Well, we did, by the way, let's, 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 let's shout out our guy yesterday, Walter. Thank <laughs> <laughs> Warren Sharp, is that what you're going for? No, yes, maybe. Yes, Warren Sharp, Sharp Football, at Sharp Football. Okay. You, who put out Walter? the video. It's a long way. I'm sorry. W. Sharp, at Sharp Football, Warren Sharp, he's the man going to be on the show. He, he took the video, uh, put it up. Got to him weirdly, didn't know where it came from, clipped it, and then I, I, I yelled at him on Twitter, just horking our videos. We subscribe to your service. And then he, you know, sent me a very nice message apologizing and now wants oh. to come on our show and is willing to promote our stuff. So it was a first-class oh, move awesome. by Sh- at Sharp Football. It and, was a nice apology. As somebody and, and, that went to school for journalism, I mean, is there, a, is there a quick rundown when it comes to plagiarism that some fans don't seem to understand? I just because, don't understand why it's not hard to give people credit for the work they do. Right. Like, it's just really that simple. And, yeah, when you find something out you from somebody, you tell people where it came from. It's good business. Like, like it's really not that hard it doesn't concept. matter if you're an outlet or a fan. Like, I've always yeah. operated that way, even before I was in the media. Like, give people their credit. I mean, Mark, one of our first ever interactions we ever had was me defending the work he was doing in an interview with Brian Erlacher. I just don't – It's it is frustrating. You know, at the end of the day, it's it, we're talking about videos on Twitter. Is it the end-all, be-all? It's no, very but, important. But we are working well, hard, well, and we appreciate well, people t- that credit us, and, and that support helps us with what we're trying to do mm-hmm. here, and our sponsors are attached to a lot of the stuff we put out. So, you and know. To, and to, look, it's out of control at this point, and <laughs> let's see how weird we can make this Friday show. I just do want to make this point real quick because people do ask us for advice from times mm-hmm. at times and we've talked to a couple of people this week that have that have come out to find us and say hi and they're fans of the show and they want to get in the business and the, the point I make to them is like this is this is honestly more about this business is so much more about networking yep. and yep. experience than it is where you got your education mm-hmm. to be honest um, I'm living but proof part of, of this. <laughs> part, but to your point, part of this is you want to make friends along the way. You don't want to piss everyone else off. So, like, you, I think, Greg, you did a good job as you were, you know, calling in a Waddle and Sylvie. And, right. and, like, of bec- and you had my back one time and a, a story I'll tell on a different time. But you had my back on the radio one time over something that someone said that shouldn't have been said. And, like, that's how you make friends in this business. I forgot about that. And if you're ever going to just steal people's work and put it out there, 
I'm just telling you, you're not going to make oh it. My oh, here goodness. comes the pizza. Let's go. My hero. Give me a hug. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Thank we you so got much. Pizza. Look at this guy. We got pizza. Oh, tell we us go. what oh, we're wow. Tell us about this wonderful stuff you just brought us. This is Prince Street Pizza, originally out of New York in 2012. We're all over now. We just opened in Vegas at the Durango two months ago. Homemade Pass over a slice. All, all across the country. Oh my this goodness. is the greatest moment of my life. You are Look. the MVP. That looks so good. You said that oh earlier today when Burt Kreischer. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Make sure a piece gets down Pizza, this way. Burt Kreischer. Give me that yeah, one. Here, you grab okay. one. You don't want to can, put can, my hands uh, I, I don't want can to. Can you help us? <laughs> you Pass you it down. Pass another one You guys one aren't down. on camera, so you don't matter. Prince Street God. See what happens when my big mouth opens and I start yelling about things? Greatness happens. This looks amazing. Greatness. Mm. Prince Street Pizza, man. This get is amazing. The Thank oh my God. you so much. Yep. What was yep. your name again? My name is Graham. Graham. Yeah. That's my mom's last name. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we got a lot in common. Fair enough. Well, it is. Okay. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. We're going to keep this right here. Give me a hug. How we doing? Thank you so much. This man is in his element today. Madeline, thank you. Give me a hug. Bring it in. Bring it in. Love you guys. Okay, right. there it is. Good job, Greg. <laughs> Outstanding work. Oh my God. Okay. I was so hungover. This is good. No. Lawrence. Breaking. Lawrence. Bragg was hungover. Lawrence. What are we doing? Oh. Are we back on the camera? Okay. Dan Orlovsky. Hogue. <laughs> I don't know. I can't see anything. Dan Orlovsky. We did. Here's another conversation we did earlier in the week that honestly was maybe one of the best interviews we had all week, and we just now are getting to it because that's just so how it's on. been unbelievable. I'm going to eat this pizza while we play this. Um, and, yes, there is some quarterback talk here, plenty of it. But it's a really good interview. I think it's nuanced and gets in a little bit more of the technical weeds and things of some of the stuff that probably doesn't get talked about enough. Dan Orlovsky does a great job, obviously knows quarterback play. Here is our conversation with Dan from, I don't know, Wednesday, whatever Maybe. day it was. Who this cares? week. Here it is. All right, Dan Orlovsky from ESPN sitting down with us now on Radio Row. Let's go. Let's go. What's going on? We got nothing to talk about you guys when are it comes boring, to quarterbacks. Yeah, boring yeah. time right now yeah. for you guys, huh? Yeah. As usual. I want to ask you this question. Yeah. What's it like being in your position where you know where, like, whatever you say in the mornings on ESPN, like, Chicago reacts to it? Like, how much of that is a conversation when you guys are – not that you're trying to get the reaction, but just because yeah. you know in your mentions on Twitter or whatever, you're going to have to deal with Bears fans. Yeah, I mean, yeah. so f I think it's important. Bears fans are – I mean, while they're very – amazing individually like they're not all that different than a bunch of fan bases yeah. a lot of fan bases if you say something that people don't like or agree with they're going to jump on you mm -hmm. in, in today's world so I don't do a good job of being aware of you know, like the platform often. Sometimes I just like I don't I just think of myself as a normal person. And then sometimes I'll get reminded because of something I say when I'm like, oh, wow. And McAfee actually does a great job. He's like, yo, people actually they, they listen to what you say more than you think, Dan. So I I try to be conscious of that. But, um, you know, I just I go about trying to do the very, very best job that I can be doing and, and convicted about. But Bears fans, I think. I think at some points they've loved me and, and many points have hated me as well. So. Well, as the anointed, some anoint me as the mayor of, of Bears Twitter. Adam ranks the president. So, uh, yeah, you know, we shared some it's, stuff. With it's, me re <laughs> it's refreshing to hear that other fan bases are like us. Yeah, and you're we're not, not alone. On this you're side. not alone. Yeah, okay, that's nice. 
Is there a question, or you just want to state your? He just, well, wanted, he just wanted to read. That made he wanted me feel good. That made me feel good. Social media, That made me feel good that we're not just this only toxic okay. group okay. out there. All right. I, I, nice. I have a question for Dan. So, <laughs> oh, we're asking questions. Yeah. I well, see. Well, okay. because you were very out there and supporting Justin and his yeah. and his talents. Where do you think he could be right now if he had been in the right situation versus where he is? Oh, I think that he if if Justin went into a better situation that had structure and the offensive pieces around him and the offense that was built for him. Um, I think he could be maybe a step below a Jalen Hurts. Now, Jalen's obviously reached the pinnacle in the Super Bowl, and last year was 2022 was an MVP season. I just think he's uniquely talented. I really do. And I'm not saying his game is flawless, but um, I, I think that if you look at all the quarterbacks that are playing at a relatively high and consistent level in the NFL and look at their traits, Justin has so many of those traits. Now, I don't know if he would get into that conversation of the, the Joshes and the, the Lamar and the Patricks, but I do think he would be a better player, at least perception-wise, than he is right now. And so, I mean, last year, last, going into last year, I thought he was going to play at a remarkable level. And first stretch of the season, I think he played really good. The first half was, or first five or six games, not that. But um, here's my thing. When you get a guy that is talented in a way that is different than so many other quarterbacks, you have to call stuff around him that is different than you would with so many other quarterbacks. And I think there's two examples of that not happening in Chicago. That's frustrating for a person, you know, who is a big nerd when it comes to the, the scheme of football. Well, let's talk about that a little bit. We can feel free to get into this because I, I always wonder if, if his weaknesses are attacking the over middle the, of the field. middle of the field. Okay. And not being exactly quick, let's say it, in getting the ball out. And I don't mean like holding out. I mean just like even when they're just trying it's to run perimeter screens. Thing. Yeah. It, like for somebody who's – it honestly gets frustrating sometimes because it's – we're talking about somebody who's so athletic, athletically gifted and such a fast runner. It's like – how does this ball not come out He's quicker? physically slower. As a thrower, yes. it's not a mental thing. It's not an information thing. It's not a processing thing. He is slow when it comes to throwing the football. Um, so Can that be improved, I guess? Yes. Um, and, and you're saying in terms of throwing motion or even beyond that? No, it's a throwing motion thing. So I remember Justin was coming out. The draft was in Cleveland, right? And I remember I did a tape. And I got absolutely slaughtered for it because um, my one thing with Justin coming out physically was the elbow gets above the ball. Mm. And I was like, that takes longer to throw. Another person who did that was Carson Wentz. I was a big Carson Wentz guy as well. Um, but the elbow get, got, got above the ball too consistently, and that takes time. And I tell people all the time, like, two-tenths of a second in the NFL is a freaking eternity, okay? But if, you're too, if you hold it at 2.4 seconds in comparison to two. 2.2 defensive ends and, and guys are going to get to that. Can it be improved? Yes, but not that much. You know, and, and um, even though he doesn't work the middle of the field that much, I would say I don't know if the scheme has promoted it that much. I don't know if they've had the humans to do it that consistently to, to have that person that was going to be that 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 um, pass catcher over the field. Um, in Justin's respect of it, Justin doesn't have. Um, a ton of different pitches. You know, Justin can drive the ball down the field. That's yep. why he's really good at throwing the ball down the field. 
but he doesn't have that. I, I was just doing this with Brock Purdy. Like, let's let's say this is running an in route, right? I'm Justin. This is defender. Here comes this in route. Well, if that defender's there on this play, I want to rip that in route. I can rip it. That's open there. Well, if this defender, 15 plays later, I'm on the same thing, and this defender's here, that's still open, but I can't drive that ball. Mm -hmm. I have to have some variance and touch to it. Justin doesn't have a high level of that just yet. I think that absolutely can be improved on. That's a mechanics thing. That's a rep thing. That's a seeing it thing. Feel it. Yeah, that's, that, that, that can be improved on. Now, I don't know if that's, you're ever going to get to that you know, level where some guys are, that touch throwers, Joe and, and Brock. Uh, Patrick is one of them. But, uh, you know, I think that's one of the reasons why he hasn't worked the middle of the field consistently. So let's talk about the scheme. I mean, you bring up scheme. So Shane Waldron comes in here. You know, they've also got Kerry Joseph comes over from Seattle. Thomas Brown, you know, it's the McVay coaching tree, right? Yeah. So, like, how do you – how do you think that would fit to Justin's strengths? And, and, you know, from Seattle, we've had some Seattle beat guys come on, and it's like mixed reviews, but national guys seem to really enjoy what Shane Wald Waldron draws up. Yeah, I, what I like about Shane is he's he's – Got to watch Sean, you know, and, and Sean had to change offenses in, in L.A. You know, he was he was the old school Shanahan stuff. And then the Super Bowl year, it was like, we can't do this anymore. We got to change it. Matthew's just a freakazoid. We can spread it out and throw it. And then they morphed it a little bit as the postseason went on. So I like that he, he saw adaptation. Um, I think offenses that are putting quarterbacks under the center more, using multiple tight ends, tying things in together, that's best in football. I would have said that about Luke Getze as well, mm -hmm. though, you know, and he didn't do that last year, specifically, again, on those f first five or six games. Yeah, yeah. So I think there's stuff about Shane's game that you like or, or Shane's, Shane's play calling that you like. Um, I don't know if Justin's going to be the guy pulling the trigger for him either. So we're, we're talking to you, Dan, at, at, on Wednesday, February the 7th, late in the day after you've done a 1,000 interviews. We appreciate you making time for us. But it's all, just to put you on the spot at this moment, if you're the Bears, what are you doing without, without, with, not having, with the amount of information that you have right now? Yeah, I think I'm taking a quarterback. I don't know which one yet. I probably lean towards Caleb Williams. I've, I've said all year I don't think he's the lock there. Um, but I think I'm taking a quarterback. I think that because of um, – everyone says, well, you reset the financial thing. How the, the Jets did that with Zach Wilson. How would that turn out? So, like, it can't – you you got to take the guy that you think is going to be – is and is going to be the better player. I don't care about the money. Like, Agreed. You know, Agreed. Like, who cares? You think Buffalo regrets paying Josh Allen? No, I'll give him a gajillion dollars or Baltimore with Lamar. So if you think that Caleb Williams is or is going to be a better player, take him. If you think that Drake May is, I don't care what happened with Mitchell Trubisky or, and is going to be, you take him. If you think Jaden Daniels. Um, and so I think just because of the talent level that those guys have and a little bit of like, again, I'm team Justin. I, we probably have it um, unless something radically changes with him. I don't know if he's going to become that much better of a player. There's right. a lot of beauty in the unknown with those college prospects. Yep, so you say you're leaning Caleb. You know, I heard somebody say that the amount of throws Caleb's had in his college career, Justin didn't e equal that amount of throws until his second year in the NFL. Yeah, he's got a lot of reps. Right, and that's what yeah. happens in this, you know, Cliff Kingsbury, you know, Lincoln Duck. Riley sure. system. Mm -hmm. These guys get a lot of throws in college. So when you're talking about Justin Fields and the different types of throws he can make, when you look at Caleb Williams, freak, you know, talk about all freak talent. Freak. I remember, I remember Caleb coming out of high school because he was part of the QB collective, which is again, I, th I think something that's attached to Lafleur and and McVeigh and I remember Waldron's watching been a part of that too. Correct. And yeah. I remember watching him throw in high school and being like, 
I'm a big throwing motion guy. I am. I, I just, I'm, I, I, like for me, the quarterbacks that look just like, hey, you were, when the first time you picked up a ball and threw it, it looked different than everybody around you. Caleb has that, you know, and, and he's, I've said he's the combination, and people take this and make it more than it is. He's style-wise, he's Josh, he's Lamar, and he's Patrick. And what I mean by that is this. He can do things physically like Patrick that make no sense. That you're like, dude, you're not supposed to be able to do that. You know, throws when I'm running full speed to my left and falling out of bounds, throwing it 30 yards on a dot. Not supposed to physically, that's not supposed to be done. Um, he's a little bit like Lamar in the open field where you go, my goodness, you're the best athlete on the field, dude. You're like, you're making people look stupid in, in high-level college football. Lamar does it in the NFL. And he's a little bit like Josh where – you, like, hey, bud, you don't have to throw the ball 45 yards downfield on first down and try to fit it in three guys. There's a wide-open person six yards right there. And he's he is a big play hunter. You're going to have to coach that out of him. You're going to because he chases the big play all the time. Why? One, the defense stunk at USC. you got to score. That's your mindset. Two, he's the best athlete on the field, so it's probably fun. Three, has it been <laughs> demanded of him? You know, has it been demanded of him as a necessity? It will in the NFL. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've been calling it like you're going to have to coach him down a little bit. Correct. Yeah, which isn't the worst thing in the world. But, but it's better yeah. to pull him back than say sick exactly. him. Exactly. Yeah, you played in the black and blue division. I mean, any stories from just – Chicago or, or having to be, you Dude, know. Yeah, I got a story. <laughs> so it, it comes off of last week. So my daughter, I have an eight-year-old daughter. She's a maniac. And so sometimes she's a like a very aggressive little girl, great athlete. And so she'll mess around and she'll be like, she'll take my fingers and bend them. And so she'll try to bend my thumb. Now this thumb has got steel plates in it and pins. Ouch. So she was trying to do it this week. And she was like, what happened? And I'm like, I, I got this, my rookie year. No, not my rookie year. Uh, maybe my second or third year. We're playing at Chicago. And I have a play. At, we're, this is with, like, Tommy Harris and mm -hmm. Alex Brown. And Spice Adams. Straight lunatics. Spice. Spice you remember Mike there. Brown? The oh, safety oh, yeah. from Nebraska? Oh, he's a legend. He's a, he, Calvin Johnson's in the Hall of Fame. But we yeah. call a play, and it's a run play. And if the corner's off, I think it was Peanut or somebody, and i you know soft, I can take the ball and kick it out to Calvin. Just go get five yards, bub. Well, <laughs> corner's off. I go to pick it up and throw it to Calvin. Calvin's blocking. So I'm like, oh, crap. So I take <laughs> off running. And as I take off running, Mike Brown is – Oh. beelining for my soul <laughs> and he this is when you could hit quarterbacks and launches and I just get shellacked by Mike Brown fumble and my thumb got stuck in his helmet oh, oh no yeah. Yeah. and I just remember being like well that's not going to be good that that's one and then my rookie year was the story we were playing with Marcus Pollard Joey Harrington was the quarterback he threw a seam against Mike Brown I thought he killed Marcus Pollard. I thought he killed Marcus Pollard. <laughs> well, if Mike, Mike Brown best, hadn't yeah. gotten hurt, I think the Bears might have won a Super Bowl. So uh, Mike Brown. He was so good. Mike, Mike Brown. Those, I mean, those Bears guys that played him. with him on that team yeah. really believe that, yeah. that if Mike Brown hadn't gotten hurt, they might have beaten the Colts. So. Hey, you made yeah. all those guys look bad at the accuracy thing for the Pro Bowl, all the, yeah. all the current quarterbacks. It was a lucky so, day. Nice work there. It was a lucky day. We appreciate yeah. you coming on Yeah, here we got to let you go. Man. Thanks so much, Dan. Appreciate you guys. Yeah. Good to no. connect. Thanks, Dan. Yes, sir. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. All right, that was I. If we're still talking about my resting hog face even during that interview, <laughs> you guys need to calm down. You had you, that was a trip through resting hog face because you looked 
completely disinterested at one moment, and then five seconds later, you were like looking like you wanted to marry Dan Orlovsky. <laughs> so it was a, it was an interesting combination right there. Oh. He was way taller than I expected. Very he's tall. He's a tall guy. Very yeah, nice. He's a tall. Very, very nice. nice. Very insightful. That was a great. Yeah, like good a, job, you yeah, guys. He was very nice. There's different personalities on Radio Row when you meet them. You know, it's it's a business, so it's no judging. But the people that are nicer like that. It is refreshing to see that. To take people behind the scenes while we were airing that interview, Bragg said what up to Flavor Flav and Carm, you definitely took a photo with him. I saw you. I put it <laughs> I put it on Instagram um, with a great caption, I thought, because I really, I, first of all, I, it's the worst picture I've ever taken. My, my hair looks like it's, I, like, I've, I've Both lost Both of six. you guys. It's day five. How do you, you not have, understand this? What are you talking about? Is not good either? There, is it? Okay. Thanks. I mean, I can hear myself Thanks, very loudly. But so the point is that I, I my, my hair looks like it's receding. Nobody cares. My nose looks absolutely enormous. I, I have a weird, I need to, like, <laughs> looks like I need to brush my teeth, but I still put it up there because... It's flavor, flavor. I got the flavor. Yeah. You do need and, to brush your teeth. It, by yeah, the way. I, no, I turned. That's to, good. I turned to Hogue after he walked by. I was like, I love this. Can we place. get out of here? <laughs> I don't want to leave. Neither do I. I love Super Bowl week. They're kicking well, us you? out though. We have other shows that need the space. We got some supers to get to. No, I mean, I, we're gonna I, walk around and get more content before oh, we yeah. leave. We're not I done. We're not done working yet. Nope, we're not done at all. The party never stops. Jordan loves here. I may never leave. Rags is gonna tackle him. Yeah, Jordan no. loves walking around, and I fully intend to walk up to him and tell him he's ruining my life. Uh, <laughs> Michael Ren Michael Renault, dollar uh, ninety nine super chat. Ha ha ha! Burnt Chrysler was on. Burnt? There we go. Yes. Burnt. Burnt. Yeah. Burnt. 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 April fourth, United Center. Burnt Chrysler. I'm going. Are you guys coming with me? I'm going. We're definitely going. After that moment, how are we not going? Uh, Sounds like a lot I of have, fun. I have dreams of. You know when you're selling out the United Center, you're a megastar as yeah, a stand-up comedian. Yep. Uh, so we got a couple more Super Chats before we get out of here. Last one of Radio Row Week. It's been a fun week here. We appreciate everybody tuning in and their support. $10 Super Chat from Yoshino. Yoshino. Based on the Hall of Famers and the teams they played for, my guess is that the Bears will play the Broncos at the Hall of Fame game. Jordan Love. Great coverage this week, guys. Okay. I uh -oh. agree with that. Here, oh, here it is. There we Greg. go. I'm, this is where my uncomfortable level goes. Do it's it, going to go up to it. a 10. Hey. I'm going to get – this is going to be a 10. I'm just, Now I'm uncomfortable. We got to stay on for one more second to see if Braggs can pull this off. Well, oh, so this should just be a social video. It doesn't need to be yeah. on the show. But, okay. Of course it needs to be on the show. <laughs> he's, he's talking to somebody. But he's got to go. Okay. Did, were there more supers? Hey, Jordan, I'm a Bears fan. You're ruining my life. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, that was an NFL Films. That was an NFL Films camera and microphone following. And I hope that that ends up somewhere like... That, <laughs> oh my god, dude. What are we? I wonder if there's any chance that's that they're filming him for uh I don't want to start stuff. Is there any it's chance they're filming start stuff. It's for the okay. quarterback show on Netflix? Could be. I don't know. Who Why knows? are they following him around right now? I don't know. That was NFL Films. You might just have if made NFL Films. you end up on, on, on Netflix telling him that it's you're... It's a good thing I wore the CHO hey, shirt today. Yeah. Brandon, baby. One of my stupid, loud-ass suits. Uh, $50, super. <laughs> $50 super? What do we got? 
Kevin Carlson is the man. I love when he comes to our events. I miss you, Kevin. What did, what did Kevin say? Kevin Carlson said, $50 Super Chat, go to the roulette table and put 25 on one and 25 on 13. Let the spin decide JF1 or Caleb. I like that. Wow. I, I actually like do that. like that move. Except it'll be like 36. Yeah. 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 Which, for, behind the scenes move, he, we gambled at Circa the first day. We're walking out of there. Braggs has got two $25 chips. So why don't you cash those in? I'm coming back. I'm going to use them. I'm not listening. Dude. We've been at Circa almost every night. Well, yeah. You know, and and you, you had to go back this morning, and we were seven minutes Tell me I could have cashed that in at the D. You could Tell not. Tell me have. I could have. You could not. Because uh, they're, uh, they're. Maybe. Is this no. Sir? My I don't dumb know. ass I don't went know. all the way to. No. no. They're separate places. It doesn't matter. You, By the way,